Ion 2020, episode 103. Have 2020 vision with Ion 2020, the podcast that brings you all the news and events in the lead up to the next presidential election. I am Ray Eaton, and I will keep you up to date as we approach November 2020 with a libertarian perspective of all the candidates and their policies, along with the news. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's clear our vision. What's up, everybody? Happy Memorial Day. This is Ray Eaton, your host of ION 2020, the source that you come to Monday through Friday for the news and related events with regards to the 2020 election and the lead up to it. Going to bring you all the information that you need uh, to make good decisions coming up to November 2020 on who you're going to support, who you're going to challenge, who you're going to talk bad about to your friends, who you're going to talk good about to your friends. And, uh, just going to give you all the information that you need to, you know, have good conversations with people, enlighten them on what these candidates are talking about, why a lot of the things that they talk about are the wrong solutions to problems, but you know what, if they're talking about the right solutions to problems, you're going to be able to talk about those things as well. So I appreciate you coming out and listening on a daily basis, Monday through Friday. If you're a first time listener, this show is just a libertarian look at the 2020 election. That's all it is. I break down the candidates in their positions, then I take a libertarian look at it. I'll be looking at libertarians, I'll be looking at Democrats, I'll be looking at Republicans, I'll be looking at the Green Party. As you start having more more, more people that are going to uh, announce their candidacy on the third party tickets, I'll be going into their issues and talking about their views as well. So that's what I'll be doing, and I think we got all the Democrats that are going to run I think there's that. I think it's the end. You got. I think if Bill De Blasio, mayor of New York City, he's running. I think he's the last person to announce. I think that's it. I think we're done with new people coming into the Democratic. You know, coming into this Democratic primary. And the reason why. I mean, I'm thinking about. There's no way that another person can announce. If Hillary Clinton got in. Yeah, I mean, maybe that she could make a splash or something. She's a big name. But I can't think of... Oh, maybe um, Oprah Winfrey or something. Maybe she would get in. But no one's even talking about that anymore. Michelle Obama. No one's talking about those people anymore. Whether they're going to get into this thing. I mean, there's 23. I counted it today. 23 people that are in this Democratic primary. And uh, that's a lot. That is a whole lot of people, and I don't know why it's like that, but there's just, I I think the Democrats think that they just have a slam dunk, so whoever gets the nomination is going to beat Donald Trump, and I don't know if that's really true, so, um, but it's possible, who knows, but hey guys, if you like what you hear, go and subscribe to the show, and uh, if you really like what you hear, give me a five-star rating and review, you can follow me if you'd like to on Facebook, just type in Eye on the Empire up on your little search bar up there, and you'll be able to find it. And then you can also search uh, through Twitter, at I on the Empire. I'm there. And then I also have a website, IonTheEmpire.com. And, uh, you know, 
I'm going to be coming here Monday through Friday talking to you guys about the things that are going on. So I appreciate you listening. Hey, it is Memorial Day. And I just wanted to say a little bit about Memorial Day. Um, I was reading a little bit about it. I just wanted to find out what the history of Memorial Day was. Because it's definitely a state, it's a national holiday. You know, it's something that was put there to have a nationalistic appeal. Give you all that feeling of nostalgia for their country and things a lot of times. But the reason why memorial i mean nowadays that's how you feel right you everyone's carrying their flags and stuff i think people have basically made it become like a beach weekend for example i'm going out of town you know i'm i I, i'm recording this previous to going out of town so um but i'm going out of town for the weekend i'm going down to florida to go to disney world with my family yeah that's the you know (laughs) that's what people do on memorial day right they they take a long weekend i take friday off and and I'm heading out this morning to go to uh, Florida to visit. You know, I got some family down there and stuff. We're going to go down to Disney World. We're going to ride some water slides at the park and stuff, you know. Have some fun. That's what we're going to do. But I think that's pretty much what Americans have made a, made Memorial Day out to be, right? I mean, I go, we go to the beach every single Memorial Day practice. We always do something. We'll go out uh, to the mountains. We'll spend the weekend in the mountains. We'll do something. Uh, we get out. It's the official kickoff of summer things like that but um america has been celebrating memorial day specifically it's been a federal holiday actually only since 1971 so it hasn't been very long and that's in the midst of the vietnam war right so in memorial day what you're doing is you're honoring those who have died sacrificing their lives for the country for the united states for um, a lot of people say for you and me and all that so that they can protect your freedoms um and things like that i think it's for people that have laid down their lives and you know for the for the wars that are being fought for the wars that have been fought in the past and you have the revolutionary war people remembered it back in the way back when this is before 1971 it was actually called by a different name it was called decoration day uh and that was after the civil war happened in 19 or 1866 people started celebrating decoration day and that was going to be the the last monday of may it was always happening in the spring and what happened is people started coming out and just decorating their decorating their um their dead you know the, the dead soldiers graves to remember them to uh talk about them to honor their you know honor their lives and things like that so people would come out and they would decorate the soldiers graves and this was at the national cemeteries that they had because so many people died in the civil war that it was the first time that there was needed to be national cemeteries so they started the federal government started these national cemeteries and they would bury the dead and then people came out and started remembering these people but it was called decoration day back then it happened on may 5th 1868 uh, John Logan, General John Logan, leader of an organization for Northern Civil War veterans, called for a nationwide day of remembrance later that month. And he said, The 30th of May, 1868, is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers and otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion, and those body, in whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet churchyard in the land, he proclaimed. The date of Decoration Day, as he called it, was chosen because it wasn't the anniversary of any particular battle. On the first Decoration Day, General James Garfield made a speech at 
Arlington National Cemetery and 5,000 particip participants decorated the graves of the 20,000 Union and Confederate soldiers buried there. So, wow, I, didn't re I never realized that, that there was 20,000 Union and Confederate soldiers that were buried in Nas Arlington National Cemetery. So you have people that are coming out, and they're going to honor those people. They're going to decorate their graves and remember them. And I think it's good to remember something like that, obviously. Um, people are lying down their lives for... Um, a cause, and uh, different people dispute the different causes and so forth like that, but it did, um, you know, especially libertarians, we seem to, like a lot of times we seem to look at war very skeptically, and we do look at it very skeptically, because the Civil War, if you look into the details of it, um, absolutely did not need to be fought in the sense that, like, yeah, the, 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 the people of the South decided to succeed from the Union, and the Northerners called them rebel, just re rebels and rebellion. There was a rebellion going on down in the South, but it was actually the states that succeeded from the nation. It wasn't like just a group of rebels decided to succeed, but that's the way that it was framed. So uh, whether you agree with it or not, it is good to remember those people so that, so that, so that past sins don't happen again, right? So that past things that happen again. So it is good to remember that. And they are, you know... But but the nationalism was not the big deal back in those days, right? The idea of people did not think of themselves in the 1800s and until the later 1800s as Americans. They more thought of themselves as people of their state. It wasn't until after the Civil War that people started seeing themselves as thinking of themselves more as Americans, right? So, but it starts to build up the national, the nationalism within people to feel great about their country and so forth. Um, so anyway, the next big war is World War One, and it says here, many northern states held similar commemorative events uh, in the subsequent years, but by 1890, each one had made Decoration Day an official state holiday. Southern states, on the other hand, continued to honor their dead on separate days until after World War One. So I guess the southern states, they honored the Confederate soldiers on a different date, but after World War One, they kind of merged it in with... Uh, with Memorial Day, because all probably because a lot of Southern people, you know, Southern Americans went over to fought in World War One and died as well, so it kind of made sense. So then, history of Memorial Day. Memorial Day as a decoration Decoration Day gradually became known. Originally honored those lo who lost their lives during the Civil War, but during World War One, the United States found itself embroiled in another major conflict, and the holiday evolved to commemorate American military personnel who died in all wars. So it was really just for, Decoration Day was just for the Civil War, and then it became a civil a war for all all American military personnel. For decades, Memorial Day continues to be observed on May 30th, the date Logan had selected as the, for the first Decoration Day, but in 1968, Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which established Memorial Day as the last Monday in May in order to create a three-day weekend for federal employees and the change went into effect on, in 1971. The same law also declared Memorial Day as the federal holiday so that was it um nowadays it's the last day that we consider that like the first unofficial day of summer and even though it's not really summer yet but um people you know maybe that so what i did is i ended up going on to the libertarian website as well and i think it was a libertarian party of um of Louisiana that I went onto their website because I just wanted to see what they were, what different libertarian parties were saying and what libertarians were saying about Memorial Day as well. Um, and in my idea, I mean, I think it's a national holiday. 
this is my opinion on the world eh? i think that you should honor those people and just remember those people that laid down their lives for the country uh or for for the you know because when you're being sold into the idea of going into the military that is a, it's a national it's a nationalistic sounding you know it, it's it's defending your nation is what they call it right so these kids these 18 year old kids that get into the military they really believe that stuff and they go out there and they get they they be they get shot at they get you know if you're in the vietnam war if you're in the wars over in iraq and afghanistan and so forth you're being shot at your de- land on your life and this idea that they're this false idea that they're selling you that you're going over there to defend freedom which you're not but these people they really you know that's that's where they sell them on this idea as well um and i think like it's terrible that these people have to die like that it's absolutely terrible that these kids have to go over there and and fight and die like that because of a politician that wants to send these kids over to war to get whatever their you know whatever the benefit they get out of it i don't know but they say they're trying to protect the people of these countries and so forth and you can get on board with that and believe that stuff but i just i can't get on board with that stuff and believe that stuff um but i do think that these kids you know, these people that are dying in these wars, they need to be remembered because we need to be mad at a federal government that's going to send these kids over there and fight in a war like that. We do. I think that it's important to get remember that and be mad that politicians have that kind of power to go wage war in a country overseas. Now, you should honor those people that fought in the American Revolution in some ways because they were fighting against you know a monarch a dictator essentially in the modern terms you'd call him a dictator that has complete control over that nation you should you know honor those people that are sacrificing their lives in those ways when it's defending our country when it's defending our borders when it's defending that and you should but also you should I mean Vietnam veterans World War II veterans are going over there and, and the way that it was sold is they're protecting the world from Nazism, which um, that was definitely, they, they call that an honorable war. Maybe America didn't need, needed to get in, maybe they didn't, I don't know. Um, but if there was an honorable war, I guess the World War II could have been that honorable war, right? Of sending troops overseas to help out. Um I haven't made I haven't I've definitely haven't completed completely made up my mind on that situation though just because I do take an anti-war stance and I I guess I would have had to have been caught up in the moment and read all of the details of of the lead up to the of of the lead up to World War II right um Japan Japan did bomb Pearl Harbor uh so maybe there was a reason to go fight the Japanese, maybe not to get involved in, in Germany at that point. I don't know. I, like I said, I, I'm not that person that knows all that. But for Vietnam specifically, you know, that was a war that was sold to the American public on false pretenses. And then they're talking about, we're going to send all these troops over there to fight against the communists that are over there. So we're losing men left and right. You know, 50,000 dead, I think, is what it was. And you have a wall in Washington, D.C. that proves it, right? All these people dying for a cause that couldn't be won. For a cause that we shouldn't have been supporting as as a nation in the first place. But it was a proxy war against the Soviet Union. And that's what it was. It was all political. 
you have people dying, but should you remember those people? Should there be a Memorial Day for those people? I think so, because you need to remember that the reason why these people died was a terrible tragedy. So, yeah, remember those people. Terrible tragedy that you have politicians that are able to make decisions to send kids to war in another country to run through the jungle and die at the hands of people that can care less if you're even there in the first place. Because you want to fight a proxy war against the Soviet Union. Like, to me, that's terrible. And you should remember that. So there is remembrance for those people. They died for a sacrifice. They did. And um, people should always remember that a government that's out of control with power, the people need to stand up and stop that. They absolutely do. Now you have the wars that are going on um, over the last 17 years. The things that are going on in the Middle East. You know, Iraq has 5,000 soldiers over there, supposedly. So, supposedly the war is wound down over there. You still have what's going on in Afghanistan right now. But we still have foreign intervention all over the world. Should soldiers be dying for those causes? For the cause of liberating a country to make it even worse like we've done in Libya or Syria? All those soldiers, we need to remember those soldiers that died in those wars because we need to be realize that when a government sells a war on false pretenses of weapons of mass destruction in Afghanistan or in, in Iraq or we're going to bring liberty and peace and tranquility to all the women in Afghanistan that this government's lying to you. He said you need to remember that's a memorial. Like these people are laying down their lives for false pretenses. We need to hold our politicians accountable to that. So maybe I'm way off on the deep end on this idea. I don't know. I don't know what y'all think about it specifically. I just know that when you have a government that has that much power, I think that you do need to take a look at those people that died and realize that, hey, those are tragedies. You remember those people. That a politician on a whim was able to send people over to Iraq to invade a country and die for no reason whatsoever that country is not better off than, now than it was back then there would have been no ISIS if we had not never invaded Iraq originally there might have been no Al Qaeda if we would have never invaded Iraq you know and, and kept true kept troops in Saudi Arabia if we had never got involved in that conflict if they would have used diplomatic means to get Saddam Hussein to leave Kuwait rather than use physical force there would have never been an Al-Qaeda because we would have never had a base in Saudi Arabia the United States would have never had a base in Saudi Arabia and Saddam Hussein, not Saddam Hussein, um, Osama bin Laden, you know, and what he said is the reason why he hates America is because they have bases in the Holy Land, and a lot of it, another reason was because we, you know, of the sanctions that were put on the people of Iraq, starving 500,000 children, and saying it was okay, that it was worth the price, that the price was worth it. That is why Osama bin Laden hated America. That's one of the... I mean, that's that's what he said. He said it. 
it was written in, you know, CIA documents that that's what he said. I mean, it's public knowledge of what he said, the reason why he hated America. So if, if America didn't have an interventionist foreign policy in the 90s, and throughout the entire, you know, since after World War II, we didn't have an inter- interventionist foreign policy, a lot of those things would have never happened. You would have never had a lot of these deaths. So we need to remember these people. That's, that's what Memorial Day is about. Remembering those fallen people, those people that have died in the service of their country, right? In the service of politicians who are doing, that have bad intentions a lot of times. And they, they might think that they are doing the right thing, but but they're not. When the, when the When their default position is invading a country... That's the wrong default position to have, but that's the position they have. So remember those people, you know, from the Civil War, from the American Revolution, from all the, all those people that died, you know, f- during military service, and uh, and then have a happy Memorial Day. So um, I got really serious, though. I apologize for that. I really do. I get serious about this stuff sometimes, so uh, especially about war issues. That's my biggest issue, my number one issue as a libertarian. I think that, yeah, the the whole things that are go the economic issues they're important, of course. Having a libertarian position and you know pushing for libertarianism and economic in in the in the domestic policy in America in the economy, yeah, that's great. But the just the very fact that anybody can die on false pretenses that a politician makes up, that blood is on that politician's hands for sure. And uh, there was one congressman who recently passed away, and he voted for the war in Iraq. And uh, over time, he started to realize that he was sold, he was sold a bill of goods that he should have never made that vote. And he was, he spent literally, they say he wrote 15,000 letters to the families of the soldiers who died in that war. 15,000 letters he wrote to the families. This is a Republican guy. He was the guy that coined the term freedom for freedom fries. If you remember that term, if you're old enough to remember that term, back in the, you know, 2003, 2004, when France was trying to say no, they didn't want to invade Iraq, and that they weren't going to vote for it, France didn't want to get on board with us, and, um, and Americans started saying, well, screw those French people, da 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 we're going to, you know, and then he's the one that coined the term freedom fries rather than French fries because of that, so he was totally for war, he was a Republican, neoconservative type guy is what they say. And then he changed his views because he realized that all of the soldiers that died he, he realized that they were they died in vain, sold on a on false pretenses that there was weapons of mass destruction. It was sold on a lie. And he realized that and he took full responsibility for it in his life. He was he he repented of his sin in that way and he spent it must have t- to send fifteen thousand letters over the course of like a ten or twelve year period. That's insane! How many letters he would have had to write per day to family members and friends of soldiers that died. So that was his memorial to those people, though. 
That was his memorial. So what's going to be your memorial to those people? Are you going to hold your leaders accountable to not do that? I think that's what we should do. We should hold our leaders leaders accountable to not invading countries on false pretenses or on any pretenses, I guess. That's not our that's not our fight. Our fight's not in Syria. Our fight's not in Yemen. Our fight's not in Iran. And our fight's certainly not in Venezuela. Our fight's right here at home. That's what our fight is. So um, I, I, I look forward to the day that soldiers don't have to die in vain defending some ideal that some politician has of making sure that his investments in Lockheed Martin make as much money as they possibly can. So anyway, I appreciate you guys listening to the show. I do. Happy Memorial Day to you. Hopefully, um, you know, you guys will continue to come back every single day, Monday through Friday, to listen to more. You can do that by subscribing. And if you do subscribe, you can come back tomorrow and have clear vision for 2020. I'll see you then.